everyone welcome back to another episode of freedom to be happy brought to you by happiness.me i'm sukriti and i'm super excited to have you back on the show practicing mindfulness in the workplace can improve productivity reduce stress and enhance well-being it involves being fully present and aware of your thoughts emotions and surroundings without judgment This helps us to focus on attention, manage our emotions and communicate better. Today's podcast is special because we get to have a conversation on mindfulness with India's leading mindfulness expert, spiritual thinker, motivational speaker and author and now my new friend Manish Behel, who's also the founder of Mindful Science Center and Mindfulness India Summit. He brings 25 years of leadership experience coupled with the latest knowledge to make a change in society through experimental mindful workshops and leadership coaching. Thank you so much Manish for joining this conversation. Thank you so much Kriti for doing this wonderful work and I'm so excited to be on your podcast today. So to begin with um I think my first question to you is I'm very curious to know what led you on your journey to becoming a mindful expert can you share some insights about how mindfulness has impacted your personal and professional life hmm that's an interesting question you know um i've been i became successful very early in part of my life i had my qualification uh, graduated from a good b school you know all like all family the parents want your children to do i was doing perfectly the same hmm. uh, and i get good job and started progressing very fast in my career and i you know started riding the ladders of corporate world very quickly and very fast uh, came from a first studied in a in a metro city like delhi and then born in, and then brought up in in himachal and i started leading a very high profile career hmm so way happened that since i got this success so early probably my realization started to come early that is that all i'm pursuing you know working day and night with a high pressure job long working hour i noticed that you know something is not right you know and that started you know impacting on my mental and physical health hmm hmm so um this experiencing immense pressure stress you know you know that how much of stress is in professional life and especially sometime we carry this burden of of corporate leadership too much on our shoulders <laughs> that and in the competition uh, and not only the corporate competition your professional competition and somehow this your your own life take a beating here uh, there's a beautiful song uh, by jagjit singh ki मिली सजा उड़ने की वो यारों कि मैं जमीन के रिश्तों से कट गया यारों एंड दिस व्हाट हैपन दैट व्हेन यू फ्लाई टू हाई यू नो कि मिली सजा उड़ हवाओं में उड़ने की वो सजा सो व्हेन वी आर फ्लाइंग ऑन दैट सेवंथ क्लाउड वी लूज द कनेक्शन विद द वर्ल्ड एंड सिंस आई बिन प्रैक्टिस ऑफ मेडिटेशन फ्रॉम अ वेरी अर्ली एज ऑफ माई लाइफ स्टार्टेड मेडिटेशन एट एज ऑफ सेवन समहाउ आई गॉट द अपॉर्चुनिटी टू लर्न फ्रॉम वेरी वेल नोन स्टेज धरेंद्र ब्रह्मचारी 
and uh, on sukshim yoga and the meditation in the early part and i started practicing and so be it that whenever wherever my father went as a transfer and i found some guru or teacher i was in dharamshala i found teachers in dharamshala then i was in some part of other part of himachal in nahan and i got teacher there who taught me a further in the ancient science of mindfulness and meditation and spirituality mm-hmm. after th- when i started practicing this in my personal life i discovered the transmot you know the transformation happened the power of mindfulness and practices that started building this inner peace and balance within myself okay and when i reached the top helm of my career and i realized you know that you know how i'm missing out the real beauty of life you know keep running after something we don't know even probably that uh, which will cause success or happiness and that is the time i said that you know this is a good time that i have now experience of leadership i have experienced this power of transformative power of mindfulness i have researched for almost 10 years before i j- i worked on it and i also use this things on my people where you know on my uh, colleagues on my teams and it worked pretty well with all of them and all felt better so there i decided that you know further study the science of my of mindfulness practicing various techniques understood the importance of mindfulness practices in bringing and maintaining healthy work life balance and performance so this is this inspired my transformation and uh, today you see i bring try to bring uh, these knowledge uh, and practices uh, as a mindfulness teacher and leadership coach to the people around around me organization and and all all in society how wonderful what a beautiful journey many congratulations on being able to choose what you truly are born to do you know because i think that requires immense amount of courage uh, truly impressed with that um, i wanted to also ask you that what i understand of mindfulness and please correct me if i'm wrong uh, what i understand is uh, that when people practice mindfulness uh, they are able to tap their ability to focus more they have the they are able to tap uh, their emotions you know better they are able to navigate their life better they are also able to communicate with their uh, loved ones or colleagues uh, in in a more effective way i want to understand okay especially in terms of the corporate world yeah i want to understand that can you suggest us some effective ways that one can incorporate um mindfulness at workplace so uh, uh skriti very important part of you know we all wanted to reach something get something and mindfulness works in a completely reverse manner okay. it's basically you how much you can lose how much ego can you lose okay and uh, how much ignorance can you lose it's journey from ignorance towards the wisdom that's how the the flow happens you know so most of the time some people tell me you know it's good to be ignorance ignorance is a bliss i said it's sometime but most of the time ignorance is tamasic you know it's just flowing whatever is coming it's but whereas as in corporate world what we require we requires focus and clarity so first thing the mindfulness helps as which i have experienced is that it brings the focus what is required for a leader a clarity to take decisions not clouded by their their conditionings or biases or expectations mm. or perfectionism or a command control behavior okay my way or highway types 
okay and in india i have seen this command control behavior is so deeply entrenched in the leadership style that is too difficult to separate people from that style yes okay? you know and it's not only the leaders but if you see in society we sit on a table we want to control the conversation we come to the house we can want to control the house we come to the children we want to control our children we go to the society we want the top of the discussion you see this control freakness is what freaking us out and since you are so embedded in this thought that i must control things and if it is not in the control then probably i am not good enough okay. mm. so you put unnecessary pressure and that reduces your decision and making skill managing skills because you are you know it's against what geeta been teaching you know the making decisions not for the act for the result but for the action you are taking so one you benefit you get you get improved focus and clarity you are in the present moment you let go of that distractions you let go of that ego and then it's lead you from improved clarity and decision making skill which is the most essential part of for any leader for any organization second important thing is when you practice mindfulness it enhances your emotional awareness okay now if sukriti if i ask you there are five colors okay and there is one yellow color okay and it has 20 shades mm. of yellow okay and if i say which are these colors what would you say the name of the colors yeah there'll be light yellow there'll be bright yellow there'll be ochre yellow there'll be sunlight yellow maybe am i right yeah now what is happening if your if your vocabulary for the color is so little hmm. what would you say all if i show you 50 shades of yellow i would say they all are yellow and that what exactly happens in our life since our vocabulary for emotions are so low our management of emotions is also low correct so if i'm feeling angry or uh, i i you know or if i'm feeling disappointed i name it that i'm angry yeah, i don't, you don't know which color is mixing with what correct Okay, you are an artist yourself. Okay, you know which color makes what, and it makes what, because your vocabulary for colors are so good. Hmm. Imagine if you have vocabulary for emotion is so good. You know what is what emotion is now heavy on me at this particular time. You can see the wonderful colors of emotions around you, with around others, and that's practice the mindful leadership that you can see the versatility of these emotions. You can name the emotion. You know, you can name it. That's how you can tame it. Oh wow! And this will gives you self awareness. Okay, this also increases the empathy towards yourself, towards colleagues, and it leads to a better communication and collaboration. Sure. So these are the two important part, which is very important. That once having a clarity and focus, that what decisions are you making? Are you are you responding to situations? What what are you responding to? are you understanding what's happening so one is understanding the wisdom part of it and the second is the action part of it yes. this mindfulness gives you that power which gives you stop for a moment understand with focus and clarity have the vocabulary and wisdom and then take the action very beautiful very beautiful i am loving this conversation like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store I also want to understand that uh, since this podcast focuses mostly on workplace happiness, I want to, uh, you know, ask you a very relevant question in today's time. Yeah. 
there is a change that has happened you know earlier organization used to have a purpose it used to be a desirable attribute you know just like a tick mark activity yeah however in today's rapidly changing world creating purpose driven organizations has become a top priority and i love that you know because i feel if as an individual if you have a purpose and your organization has a purpose and if it aligns mm. i think it's a total win win situation right yeah. but what i want to understand from you is that how can we use mindfulness as a tool okay and help leaders and teams understand and work together to build a sense of purpose within their organization mm. see uh mindfulness is a very important tool to build purpose you cannot build purpose without being mindful and and what mindfulness do the first step is self awareness okay where you understand the power of the self awareness you became aware of your thoughts you aware of your own emotions aware of your own behaviors okay mm. and that's the greatest sense of self awareness how would i know any purpose if i don't know myself better what am i doing what's my purpose then then its purpose is something externally derived because it doesn't come from intrinsically what is coming from your inner world the purpose has to drive something okay now what it is driving okay now what is purpose if you see is your purpose is only to to get birth eat drink have family and die is that the larger purpose so then the what purpose if the purpose is serving others then what you are serving others okay now if you do not understand what are you yourself how would you align yourself so what it's important to understand i'm not saying understanding that you go and on a on a on a himalaya parvat and do sadhana for years then you understand yourself yes. it's not we don't have that time to do that now understanding that what is causing me stress what is causing my burnout okay what's my responsibility towards my family okay what's my responsibility towards my organizations okay mm. what well, and that's driven by the more compassion okay it's not driven by i'm i'm getting paid so i'm working i'm a higher on okay so now if you hire fire thing the purpose is never you know achieved because you are working on alone on a path correct you know darwin said that you know why the humans are on the top of the food chain not because we are the most powerful no we are not and also we are not the most smartest we are <laughs> there are more smarter creatures than us Mm. You know what do you think? Mm, maybe because we are control freaks. I don't know. The power of collaboration. Power of collaboration. Mm. We collaborate so well. Imagine somebody designed this this app. You are sitting at your home. I am sitting at my office. Okay, we are interacting, and millions of people will listen. Can animals do that? No. Okay. So this is the power of collaboration. we and you and me working on a same purpose of bring you have the 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 wisdom of these questions i am sharing my experience and the millions of other people who will listen will get benefited okay and it's built on a not what we will get but what others will get out of this thing so your purpose when driven as a service as a compassion as an empathy it is you know it is catapulted by thousand time and see the pressure of the, the power of that thing and that's how the in organization if we align purpose if organization is able to align purpose with with individual purpose of their mental and physical well being okay their their purpose of growth is not purpose of competition you know what are we 
the challenges we are going through mm. and that's why we are unable to find purpose you know see the talent shortage in organization skill gap digital transformation constant innovation customer expectations and you know, the loyalty and social responsibility and ethics are sometimes as a name you know i have a social responsibility is a check box for that Right. ethics we talk you know the people should have ethics but organization should have are open for ethics they should not be judged for the ethics but no you know my organ my people should be you know honest people the retention becomes problem for organization and that i feel today when i meet so many uh, hr people or leaders you know the leadership skill and competencies are going down they are not finding good leaders in organization so the reason being that we are not fostering the culture of innovation and agility within organization and the biggest problem with organization which i feel is psychological safety you don't feel safe yes tell me you have worked for a for a corporate organization yes i have many years ago okay i wouldn't call now happiness.me as as a completely corporate setup because it it is based on all the values that you are speaking about but yes i have been part of the whole corporate world i was working in an advertising agency years ago and imagine if you have gone for a holiday hmm are you feel secure I wouldn't even ask for a leave because I would feel so um, uncomfortable, you know, in asking for a leave because I would guilt myself, uh, you know, that how can I ask for a leave when there's so much work going on? Yeah. Never at peace, even at a holiday. Yes, that's the what the word you said. Never at a peace. I can. How many people will be listening to this and they will they will you know understand what I'm trying to tell. that even at a holiday the something is paining in there somewhere some insecurity some fear oh what is missing the fomo is happening yes okay. okay oh somebody will take my position somebody will take my project somebody take my client something else or maybe when i go back i will get replaced yeah okay so what is happening in this case the psychological insecurity and what is you know what is the biggest insecurity for for a uh, for a employee is what is the biggest insecurity you think for employee would be placed uh, maybe lost job he will lose a job yeah and that sometime it's constantly ticking in in brain and in in our kind of culture we create that insecurity that you know you are replaceable yes okay which means that you are never at a peace so at one point you are struggling to deal with your day to day job the stress of it and the back of it you are still not at at peace when you sleep because you are also feeling insecure that if i lose what will happen right. so which is having a two side burnout you know from the both side burning that you are mentally also not at peace physically not at peace and stress and and things are burning out and top of it there is a constant and rapid change technology you see this technology is not working that technology is not working upgrade yourself ask people who are 40s 50s where abilities have somehow gone down to learn faster imagine for them to rapidly change and especially after covid we have seen these changes are so rapid so uh, in work balance if you say work life happiness now subject of happiness so your company says happiness but you know i believe happiness is very different thing yeah can i say something on happiness yes please define define happiness what do you feel is the correct definition see the say happiness for me is something which comes from out okay is momentary is not long lasting okay which you work towards on other way joy it's a stable it is not necessarily that you will get by everything desirable to happen 
you know uh, like if i am and you talking and you like something it brings some light to you and that's the joy now in work life it's more about joy of working is not about happiness of working because happiness is you get you get happy when you get something joy is when you give something and this you know when you say enjoy yeah okay so when you enjoy your work when you totally engross with that you find your purpose in that work happiness is that you know i ate that ice cream and i i felt very happy about it but if i give you second ice cream you may not happy and third ice cream you definitely not happy and fourth ice cream you will get angry <laughs> okay so in mindful organization on happy harmony i would always say that you know joy is a stable it's intrinsic it comes from who you are and what you could achieve okay is the feeling of being in the moment enjoy what you have so the state of joy has those moments of happiness probably and if it is not you still stay in the state of joy so both these emotions come from a come from a completely different source one is internal helping giving sharing and compassion another it's it's external is getting something and if you don't get it is a source of sadness anger and dissatisfaction correct very very interesting i really like that thought okay so now if you say so what mind mindfulness do it creates a joy of working probably i may not get happy probably i am sad but i am aware of that my sadness and i'm working towards it it's not that i'm trying to eliminate that sadness i'm seeing what is the source of my sadness is the source me or somebody else and if my compassion can work with me now this collaboration forms and this collaborative works makes a collaboration within organization that we understand each other's situation understand each other's emotion understand uh, each other's strength and capability and use it in a in a more productive manner to make somebody else outside of organization their life easier and that's create a what i call mindful organization they are not only mindful of their own internal clients which are which are employees but also their external clients now they become external clients also become a family they don't have to sell and they will come so it's not by pull or a push you don't have to use neither pull nor push it's it's normal ecosystem and they will come back they will connect with that ecosystem by itself now this is what is creating and more and more such organizations will going to come their authenticity their morality their ethics their leadership style will talk about the product they sell so it's complete ecosystem where you change the organizational culture the the habit of sharing habit of compassion okay and it's not about finding some material satisfaction or happiness it's about finding a larger purpose and walking on a same direction my if if my organization purpose doesn't align with my purpose why would i board that train absolutely so that's how mindfulness in a larger format works i hope that i'm blabbering too much i don't know if absolutely not i love i love it and I, and i want to i am so excited that you're talking about these things because it's it's kind of mystic that uh, you know the guests that have already come to this podcast before without really knowing about mindfulness these leaders are already applying it unknowingly hmm. and actually are able to build uh, you know organizations that trickle down Uh, the joy not only to their employees but also to their families and also at large to the society and if you take it you know even like a you zoom it uh, to the world you know 
so I think it's really what you're seeing makes sense because there are people out there who are doing it and there are people who are out there who want to learn how to do it. That's where you come in, where you teach uh, all of that. I think it's uh, just really beautiful what you're seeing. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. This also leads into our, uh, you know, the fun part of the show because we've had some really interesting, enlightening conversation. I've taken some beautiful golden nuggets from what you shared, uh, but I also want to know a little bit more about you. So I'm going to come to the next part of the show, which is called the Quick Five. So are you ready? Yep. Okay. First question. If you could have a conversation with any historical spiritual figure, who would it be and what would you ask them? Okay, that's an interesting question and I have to really meditate to get where <laughs> to reach out, where I do reach out every day in my meditation. Okay. Okay. So, so if I have to invite and I have, I'm invited to meet any spiritual leader, then I'll definitely meet okay. and uh, definitely I would be uh, delighted to have his presence or I am in, in his presence that I can feel the energy what Buddha has experienced and uh, and my question to him would be that how can I balance my spiritual practice with my worldly responsibilities beautiful beautiful question all right okay what- and maybe if, if I get an opportunity I think, I think one more question I will ask yes what is the true nature of reality and consciousness slightly deeper but i think buddha can can answer this more more accurately yes absolutely okay that's a very very interesting question that you that you want to ask lord buddha yeah very interesting now the second question is what is your favorite way to unwind and recharge after a busy day or week so after a busy day, I love to play my santur. Ah, okay. And after a busy week, I love to play golf. Okay, that 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 I figured because I was also stalking you uh, before this podcast, and I wanted to really understand, uh, you know, your thought process before I actually jot down the questions. So golf, I knew I didn't know about the santur. Beautiful. Yeah, and the morning, morning is definitely my meditation, about two hours of my meditation. It just cleans everything, whatever is, is there. Beautiful. Okay. What is the most unexpected or surprising thing that you have learned about yourself through your spiritual practice? Um, When I started early part of my meditation, the one thing which I realized, which I think gift I got is the power of healing. Okay. And I realized that I could heal myself first and then I could heal others. So one thing this was and then second thing which I found in myself is compassion. That more I practiced, more compassionate I get. It is my innate uh, strength, which is somehow hidden under Mm -hmm. this the running after the corporate world and running on a hamster wheel. As and when I'm losing myself, these layers are going away and the more compassionate I'm getting. So I think compassion and interconnectedness I feel with others. Is I think that is what I have realized. How beautiful. I love the way you say that it's hidden. You know, it's always been there. And uh, the mindfulness practice, the spiritual practice helps you tap it. You know, you kind of uh, awaken to it. You know, it's, it's not that it's 
you just get it from somewhere outside it has always been there and and i truly truly resonate with that okay the last question what does freedom mean to you freedom means that there is no bondages of ego first of all hmm. no bondages of uh, acceptance you know they bondage no bondages of non acceptance it's acceptance whatever situation life comes to me that i accept it without ego without judging things so it's more about freedom for me the freedom from anger lust greed okay and these are the free four things raga dvesh the two biggest things i got the freedom from so freedom means that when i am free from this complete raga and dvesh the greed and anger and attachment then i feel the complete freedom for me what an amazing answer and what an amazing episode i am truly feeling enlightened i'm 100% sure that all the listeners are also feeling lighter with this conversation and they can go back and reflect on all the things that you shared with us uh this conversation has been very informative very enlightening truly appreciate the opportunity thank you for your patience there's always so much to learn from you thank you once again for coming to the podcast thank you so much kriti and i hope the listeners will enjoy so i'd like to do a small practice with me just take sit straight take a deep breath in and extend gratitude to all those people who helped us to to do this podcast and my sincere thanks to you and your team take a deep breath in and next breath when you release release all your stress all your tensions all your worries and be happy and be mindful yes i'm <laughs> loving this i am loving this so that was manish behel founder of mindful science center and mindfulness india summit go check it out uh, freedom to be happy by happiness.me is available on all leading podcast directories until the next episode please take care be safe and remember you have the freedom to be happy